0: entrepreneur on fire 511 in need of some motivation we've got you covered seven days a week join john lee dumas and today's entrepreneur on fire Having experience these days is priceless. More than 260,000 design projects have passed through the doors at 99designs. Now that's expertise. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Business apps has the best customer service in the mobile app reseller space. At least that's what their customers say. Visit businessapps.com, that's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S-apps.com to create your free account today. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Derek Blair. Derek, are you prepared to ignite?
1: John, I've had my hair cut especially.
0: (laughs) Derek is the guy who moved to Cyprus with $500 and a laptop, but without the food, shelter, or transport. He's 42, has experienced three major failures in life where he lost everything, but is now running his dream business on his dream island. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Derek, so take a minute, tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of this business.
1: Well, John, as you say, I'm 42, just the right side of 43. I'm married to my amazing wife, who was my childhood sweetheart, Amanda. Got two gorgeous daughters and a crazy dog. And yes, (laughs) I'm running a a business I never believed I would be running um, in Cyprus.
0: Wow, well, we're really going to dive into this journey because I know a lot of people in Fire Nation are like, okay, how can I leave this city, these confines, and go to a beautiful island with a beautiful family, make a living, and just have the same kind of passion for life that Derek so obviously has? So we're going to do a deep dive into that, Derek, but being a Fire Nation listener for a long time, you know that we start every interview off with a success quote, so take it away.
1: Okay. Cater for a hungry audience and you'll never starve.
0: Cater for a hungry audience and you'll never starve. Expound upon that, Derek, and how do you apply that mantra to your
1: life? Basically what I'm doing here, um, this island's had a lot of bad press of recent years and it's been through a lot of troubles. And a lot of people invested in this island um, and made some money and now they're kind of regretting that decision. So there's a lot of properties here for sale. There's a lot of hotels here. This place is totally geared up for tourism. And unfortunately, a lot of the tourists that used to come to the island are now deflected to places like Spain and other European parts of the world, uh, parts of Europe, sorry. Um, so what I'm doing is trying to help them in my own little way. And that is to try and address the balance and get them exposure.
0: So what was that big flock away from Cyprus? Why are everybody going to Spain and other parts of Europe now instead of visiting your beautiful island?
1: It all comes down to money. It all comes down to money. And basically, the prices here are higher than they are in Spain and various other places um, throughout the Eurozone. And again, it's had a lot of bad press. Uh, they had a huge exposure to Greece, which has cost them a lot of money right. and just, it's just, it's just sort sorted out.
0: So Derek, again, that intro I know whetted a lot of Fire Nation appetites and we're going to dive into your journey right now because here at Entrepreneur on Fire, we love to take the spotlight, turn it to our guests and really drill down into some real stories. So take us down to the ground level on a failure, of a time that you just fell flat in your face. Tell us that story, Derek. Take us down to that ground level. Make us be there with you, and then share with us the lessons you learned.
1: Sure. Uh, As you say, I've had three. I won't bore you with the details of all of them. Um, The the most recent one was when I decided to start up my own car garage. I mean, I'd, I'd always been Either self-employed or working uh, in the motor trade, and I decided in May two thousand and seven that I should combine my skills and my expertise and do it my way. I could always see a better way to do a lot of things in the motor trade, or so I thought. And I took the plunge. I left my job. I bought seven cars. I took on a small 1,000 square foot industrial unit in the middle of nowhere and I marketed the business online and it went crazy, it went absolutely crazy, I couldn't get enough cars to sell, we had more customers than we had cars and the business grew rapidly over the first 18 months. And after about 18 months, I decided to expand the business, take on what I called proper premises, um, which were obviously expensive. Mm -hmm. And just at that, the world changed. The bank changed their attitude towards lending. The finance companies that we used to supply the finance to the customers tightened up their criteria. And really, it just sort of fell flat on its face after a fantastic start.
0: So, Derek, let's boil this part down, this story, this failure for Fire Nation. What's one lesson, one golden nugget that we can walk away with?
1: Be careful what you wish for. It might just come true. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's probably the ultimate thing here. I mean, I'd always dreamed of having one car garage. And again, I I used to see these guys I was working for making a lot of money in the good times. And uh, I probably just picked the wrong time to, to start out for myself.
0: So Derek, one of my favorite quotes from Mark Twain is, I didn't have time to write you a short letter, so I wrote you a long letter, meaning it's so much more difficult to be Precise and concise with your words, either written or audio. And most people like Mark Twain when he doesn't have time to actually write a short letter because that's actually more difficult. He writes that long letter. And that's a skill that you have, my friends. You are a very concise person. You don't mince words. You don't ramble on. And because of that, I'm making a game time decision here because I know having done 516 episodes of Entrepreneur on Fire, the flow that we're going to be going down. So I want to hear another failure. Take us back to that second failure and share with us that one because you're such a great storyteller and you're so concise
1: okay so a few years before that i was working selling cars and i got interested in computers this would be about 1994 um so you know, the stone age of the internet was <laughs> right. was fine it was so i'm a caveman of the internet and i would buy the components and assemble them in my spare room and advertise them in local classified newspapers and things like that. And again, it did well. I mean, I was making as much money in the evenings as I was making during the day. So I decided that I should open a computer shop. The problem I had was I didn't know enough about computers. I didn't really have the troubleshooting experience, and I didn't have the hands-on experience that I should have had um, before venturing out into the big wide world and taking on real premises so that the first thing I had to do then was take on someone who had the technical expertise who cost money and the shop cost money and the electricity cost money and the overhead sort of run away with itself and the major problem because again sold a lot of computers lots of computers but the suppliers that we had at the time were going bust with a alarming regularity so what was happening was when a computer would come back for repair We couldn't send the component back to the supplier for a warranty claim. So we're having to absorb that out of the margin that we're making on the computers, which was very small because it was a volume operation. So that was probably, yeah, that was failure number two. Again, not (laughs) planning it out properly and jumping in with both feet when maybe a toe in the water should have done.
0: Have you ever read Michael Gerber's E-Myth Revisited before? No. That's an amazing book. And if you read that book in 1993, you might've saved yourself a lot of heartache because (laughs) he does a lot of deep dives and studies into the person that loves to bake bread and then they become a baker or the person that loves on the weekends to just design and be a carpenter and to do all this great work with their hands, opened up a carpentry business. When you actually start having to work in your business instead of on your business, that's when the trouble begins. And Michael Gerber's Emith Revisited shares this, and that book is still so relevant today, Derek, so relevant today, Fire Nation. Everybody needs to have this book as part of that six or 12 month reading rotation. Because man, it's something that we just need to absorb as entrepreneurs and understand these fundamental principles. Because Derek was obviously making the same mistakes over and over again with his two failure stories. And Derek, we're gonna go for the triple play, my friends. Let's hear (laughs) failure number three.
1: Okay, I was 19 years of age. I sold my car and I established a business centre to assist other businesses. I had heard of a few people who were working from home. This is a long time ago, long before it's as fashionable (laughs) as it is now or as comfortable or as accepted as it is now. And I thought my target market would be the self-service industry, so the plumbers, the electricians, the guys that don't tend to have big uh, operations, they would tend to work from home, where they could outsource. I was way ahead of my time. The bookkeeping the desktop publishing invested in some good quality computer equipment back in the day um and (laughs) it boils down to the fact that i spent so much money getting the business up and running i left nothing to market there was nothing left to promote the business and we didn't have google adwords at a dollar a time or um facebook ads at 50 cents i mean it was local press and radio advertising which was horrendously expensive so i had a good computer at the end of that one
0: So Derek, let's just do a final summation. Just one takeaway from those last two failures that you want Fire Nation to walk away with that we as entrepreneurs can really learn from your experiences.
1: Be careful not to let overhead run away with itself. I mean, you have to keep control of costs. You have to keep an eye on budgets. You have to um, plan. And you just have to make sure that you are in total control of everything.
0: Fire Nation, all we have is our runway. All we have is the amount of time that we can get our businesses off the ground. When I launched Entrepreneur on Fire, I knew without a doubt there was going to be months and months and months, if not years, where I was not going to be making a significant income. So I had that runway of a year and a half plus where I could live incredibly frugally, live below my means, and just focus on the business and not have my overhead run away. If I got a studio that had all this overhead and started hiring people right off the bat, I mean, my business would have run away with itself before it actually had the opportunity to get rocking and rolling, whereas now that you're looking at our income reports that we release on a monthly basis, you realize that it's great that we started Frugal so we can get to this point now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Derek, let's move to the other end of the spectrum. Let's talk about an aha moment, a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey when you just said, wow, okay, this resonates with me. I get the fact that you know I've tried to go big before and it hasn't worked. I tried to expand before I should have and it didn't work. What was an aha moment? What was a light bulb that went off? Tell us that story, Derek, and the steps that you took to turn that moment into success.
1: It was here in Cyprus. We'd had some really good holidays in the years running up to the first time we came here, which was in 2008. I was lying on the sun lounger one day. I was reading Andrew Carnegie's book and I was looking up at the villa and I thought, you know, it would have been a much better idea to have seen a video of this place before <laughs> we actually got here. Yeah. And it would have saved a lot of hours looking online and trying to find the best deals because people are sold on video. They're more likely to buy if they see a video. And I didn't do anything about it at that point. It was just something that fell away in the back of my mind. And it wasn't until after losing the garage and um, closing the business down that I thought, well, here's a business that doesn't need much money to start up. Here's a business that doesn't have any overhead. Here's a business that I can control myself. I don't need staff. I don't need premises. So after the first three failures and taking the lessons from each of those, I applied what I'd learned. And that is where I am today.
0: Well, we're going to get into that, Derek, because I want to actually walk through the steps that got you in your family to Cyprus. But before we do, really break it down. What is that one lesson that you learned? Again, you share with us from the failures, but now from this aha moment that Fire Nation can take away.
1: Enjoy what you do every day. Get up and be passionate about the thing that you're actually going to do and make a difference to people. Go out there and help and the money will follow.
0: And what I love Derek and I want to share with Fire Nation is that you were there Reading an Andrew Carnegie book, and you were really finding it passionate, and you were enjoying it, and then you were looking around, and guess what? Your brain was kind of firing with some entrepreneurial ideas from really consuming that great content. And what did you see? A niche that needed to be filled, a void that wasn't being served. And we're about to dive into exactly how you served that void, how you filled that niche. But before we do, Derek, let's talk about your proudest entrepreneurial moment.
1: That would have been when I was 17. I entered a competition called the Shell Livewire competition and I won the regional uh, heat of that and it was for creating a local directory uh, to help businesses get promoted and I didn't actually do anything with it afterwards Um, but I can see now where I should have taken it. had the internet been there, we would have been different.
0: (laughs) Oh, absolutely, the internet changes everything. And speaking of the internet, Derek, the internet has really created this whole new stream and surge of entrepreneurs, but guess what? You know this, I know this, we're entrepreneurs. We experience the highs, we experience the lows. We're on a roller coaster, baby, and it's a crazy ride. How do you balance out this roller coaster? What's your philosophy on the entrepreneurial journey?
1: have to be prepared to fail and you have to be prepared to pick yourself up when, if you do. Not everybody does. Um, in my experience, it's just a case of tomorrow's a new day. You have to get up, you have to look for another opportunity and you have to just knuckle down again and get into it.
0: So Derek, let's really do a zoom in now of your present situation because you obviously have a lot of great things going on. I mean, in the intro, let me just remind Fire Nation exactly what the last sentence was. Now Derek is running his dream business on his dream island. Derek, take your time here. Walk us through how this became a reality.
1: From that first aha moment, um, it sort of festered away at the back of my mind and it sort of got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I would spend an hour or an hour or two each day sort of looking into this, researching things, looking at properties here to stay in, looking at ways that I could actually make this work. Now, I mean, at this point, I'd never actually picked up a video camera professionally. I'd never edited. I'd never done syncing. I'd never even thought about... Uh, making a career out of a video. So a lot of the things I had to do was to learn so I self-educated myself I looked into video editing packages, I looked into cameras that I could afford to buy and I practiced and I practiced and I practiced more until I became as polished as I thought I was and with hindsight I wasn't very polished, it was quite a rough um, <laughs> presentation that first one and you know everyone I like to think is better, each video that we produce is better quality um, there's better colouring, there's better length, and and you understand the equipment better. So yeah, education, self-education.
0: So let's really boil this down. So here you are, you're like, I want to get to Cyprus. I want to take my family there. Really take us down to the ground level, Derek. And what were some of the first few steps that you took and what were the first few days on ground like?
1: The first thing was I was actually working for a friend and it was a very quiet business. So I had a lot of time to spend on the internet. And I came up with a banner ad, uh, cheap flights to Cyprus. <laughs> okay, okay, this has got my attention. Maybe this is targeted advertising. <laughs> so I clicked on the link and it came up saying that you I could fly uh, to Cyprus return for £98. Pounds. So I booked the flight. I came over myself for two weeks, uh, rented an apartment, hired a car and just Drove around and knocked on doors and walked into businesses and asked people's advice uh, and offered to make a few demo videos to to show what I could do. And the feedback was fantastic. It was incredible. It was like, why has nobody else thought of this? And I'm like, well, it's not new. You. you know, video's been about for a long time. <laughs> Video cameras have been about for 20 years, 30 years. And uh, it was just putting all the pieces of the jigsaw together. I mean, obviously, the popularity. YouTube's helped a lot. Bringing the concept to market, the low cost to market' certainly been a, a, a bonus and people 's perception of video is it 's very expensive and it doesn 't have to be
0: Was it hard walking into those first couple places to have that conversation?
1: The bizarre thing that happened here was that I walked about the harbor in Paphos here and I spoke to a guy who was standing outside a restaurant. And I said to him, I says, do you think it would be possible to film inside the restaurant so I can show you exactly what I do? So he introduced me to the owner and she says, yeah, absolutely. She's very proud of her business. It's a fantastic little restaurant here, amazing seafood. So I'm upstairs and I'm filming. And this woman comes in, she was obviously a holiday rep and she was from a company called Cosmos Holidays. Now this caught my attention. And she had her meeting, and as she was going out the door, I ran downstairs and I tapped her on the shoulder. I said, Look, I don't know if you can help me here, but I'd like to film a hotel. I know you're a holiday representative. Is there anybody that you could introduce me to to get some test footage done? And she's like, Yeah, okay, let me think about it. So she came up with the name of this guy, gave me his number, introduced us. And he is effectively my business partner here now. So everything <laughs> just sort of fell into place. And I'm not saying there's a connection between the universe and the cosmos and cosmic cosmos holidays. Well, I will. But, it. Uh, <laughs> I'll do it for you. <laughs> uh, and uh, all the pieces of the jigsaw just fell together, and here we are.
0: Uh, Love that story, Derek. And I know Fire Nation is going to resonate with it because, listen, here's a guy on vacation, looks around, says, why doesn't this exist? That Hmm. thought just doesn't leave his mind. An idea pops up. A banner app pops up. He flies back to Cyprus, starts walking around, starts having a couple conversations. Next thing you know, he and his family are living on his dream island, and Derek is running his dream business. So, Derek, before we dive into the lightning round, let's thank our partners. Interested in becoming a mobile app reseller, but you don't have all the skills and knowledge it takes to create apps for businesses, what if I told you I have just the right company who can help? Business apps has an entire custom, intuitive mobile app creation process. No programming required. Best of all, it's completely white label, so it appears as if it's your company's platform. Cater to restaurants, realtors, bands, lawyers, just about any industry you can think of. So if you're looking to become a mobile app reseller, then you're in luck. Among all the amazing benefits Business Apps offers to their customers, they also boast the best customer service in the mobile app space. At least that's what their customers say. Visit businessapps.com. That's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S-Apps.com and build your next mobile app for free today. It's easy to see the benefits of having several graphic designers work on your design project versus just one. For example, let's say you go online in search of a single designer and you hire someone from a freelance website. This takes you about a week since you had to write the post ad, comb through submissions, and then select your guy or girl. Next, you go back and forth with them a couple times about your vision, what exactly you're looking for, if you know, in that design, and all that good stuff. Then, about a week later, if they aren't too busy, the designer comes back to you with a couple options. Trouble is, well, over two weeks have gone by, and you don't like either of the designs. What if you could start your next design project today, have dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? You can. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. So Derek, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, The lightning round. This is where you get to share some incredible resources and insights with Fire Nation. Sound like a plan?
1: Sounds like a plan.
0: What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And that's why I entered that competition when I was 17. But I think what sort of held me back from properly being an entrepreneur was that first failure and then that second one, and that third one. And it was just a case of persistence. One, you know, sometime this is going to work, so keeping going.
0: What is the best advice you've ever received?
1: Spend less than you earn.
0: <laughs> Love that. One of the huge reasons why Entrepreneur on Fire is still around. Absolutely. <laughs> Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success?
1: Sure. I mean, I've just got an insatiable desire for education now. I need to educate myself every day on new techniques new technologies and i was never academic when i was a kid in my formative years and it's something i regret tremendously but now i every day i just go out with my comfort zone and i'll learn and learn and learn
0: where are some places that you love consuming education and learning
1: youtube is an amazing resource uh lynda.com i think is a fantastic i was facility. gonna name
0: that if you didn't i love Linda. <laughs> they're actually a sponsor of entrepreneur on fire starting in q2
1: excellent excellent no that's a, that's a superb resource i've been there for about a year year and a half now
0: that's l y n d a dot com yeah
1: absolutely um and just basically anywhere that i can find i mean adobe tv is a great resource for their products and just anything that i need to do i mean the thing is nowadays with the internet if you've got a question the answer is there so if you've got a problem you can find the solution or if you want the education there's resources so it's just making, making best use of all of those
0: how's the internet speed on cyprus
1: it's not the best uh, it's probably not the best place for uploading videos. It seems to be downloading okay, but upload takes its time. So. <laughs>
0: uh, I guess I'll stay in San Diego then with my 50 download, 5 upload, just whipping around the internet. Unbelievable.
1: I think I'm on 512k upload at the moment. Eeks. So. It depends. It, it depends on the weather. I was just praying there wasn't going to be a lightning storm tonight because that takes the internet down.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So Derek, you shared lynda.com. Do you have another internet resource like a Nevernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners?
1: Yeah, just now, I mean, it's Facebook, yeah, sorry, YouTube ads. It's AdWords for video. It's just the most powerful thing I've seen of recent years. I know Facebook's a popular one and very powerful in its own right, but video ads for youtube is just going to explode in the near future i've
0: heard great things about that In fire nation you can find the links to these resources we're talking about and everything that derek and i are chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash derek blair if you could recommend one book for our listeners derek what would it be
1: the third one in the series screw business as usual by sir richard branson (laughs)
0: <laughs> love it. Screw business as usual. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Derek, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: What I should have done when I came here with $500 and <laughs> <in> a laptop. <laughs> so here's the hindsight thing coming in. Okay, this is a bit in-depth, but I'll yeah, cool. get Take through it as quick as I can. Okay, so day one, in the morning, start planning. I would sign up for a Google account, Dropbox account, Videoblocks free trial, get an account on Fiverr.com, PayPal account, and sign up to Adobe Creative Cloud. Amazing service. I know you guys use it. Love it. So I would get a prepaid debit card and load 200 of my $500 on it. The $300 balance, I would buy the best smartphone I could buy for $250. Another $45, I would buy T-shirts, that printed on it said, ask me what I'm doing. (laughs) And then another $5 in a notepad, two pens and a pencil. I would use the $200 in the prepaid card to buy a $10 domain name. I would get free hosting with Adobe Business Catalyst with the Creative Cloud membership. I would buy a $39 subscription to Adobe, sorry, to musethemes.com, put $40 into Facebook ads, I know, and $40 into YouTube ads and spend $20 on flyers. So on day two, I would get up as early as possible and go to that the was part all day one. That was just day one. That's day one. That's my, that was split morning afternoon.
0: <laughs> I can see why you're successful, Derek. Go ahead, day two.
1: <laughs> okay, so day two, get up as early as possible and go to the best part of town with the most independent businesses. Get as much footage as I can using the phone of the local area and include as many of the businesses there as possible. Get back to the apartment. We've got accommodation. <laughs> Get out the laptop, create an Adobe Muse website that's part of the, the package, um, and get a theme in there and start putting in together some of the videos that I'd made that morning. Um, in the afternoon, I would use my Google account to submit the website to Webmaster Tools, create my YouTube channel, set up my Google Plus page and a Facebook page there as well. On day three, put on the t shirt that I bought that said. <laughs> Ask, Ask me, me what, what I'm doing. I've <laughs> <I> forgotten <laughs> what I'm doing. Ask me what I'm doing. I'm a big guy, so nobody's going to miss this human billboard that's walking <laughs> about this small area. And uh, go back to where I previously filmed. Take out the smartphone, start shooting, and walk into the businesses I've already taken previous footage of, and got on my website already, and start to engage in conversation with the business owners, the staff, and give them a flyer, tell them where they can see the website, tell them that they're already featured on there, and promise to come back in a couple of days and sign up some deals.
0: Wow. Is that your first seven days?
1: That's my first three days. The next four days are getting some business in. Oh,
0: wow. Well, Derek, let me ask you something. Will you email me that copy so I can put it on your show notes page? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so listen, Fire Nation, anybody out there that's maybe scratching their head and saying, you know what, I like video and maybe I have a few hundred bucks laying around, follow the Derek Blair method. If you do and you have some success, email me and we're going to highlight that on entrepreneuronfire.com because this is a step-by-step guide on just how to get something going. Just get something going and this will get that spark lit for you. So Derek, Wow, I have so enjoyed hearing your journey. And let's end on the highest of high notes by you giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Never give up. You know their trials and tribulations have been entrepreneur, some people make better plans and create a better path for themselves than others. If I fall into the latter category, but just never give up. Just keep going. Just keep going. Um you can get a hold of me on uh, phone2video.com, the new service that we're about to launch, um, where real estate companies can email us their iPhone video footage and we'll turn it into a professional presentation. Uh on on the email there at Derek at phone2video.com.
0: Well, Derek, Fire Nation is well aware they can find the links to everything of value that we've been talking about in today's episode by going to eofire.com, clicking on the podcast tab because this interview is right there in the archives, or just enter Derek in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up, Fire Nation. And Derek, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: It's been a pleasure, John. Keep up the good work.
0: Fire Nation, have you attended one of our live webinars on Podcasters Paradise yet? Not only do I cover some of the best podcasting techniques, we also dive right into Paradise so you can have a sneak peek behind the scenes and look at our vibrant community filled with over 350 podcasters. Oh, and did I mention that we give away a free lifetime membership during every webinar? Sign up for our next live webinar at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.